Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. This is Valerie. How y'all doing this evening? And we're here to talk about sports. Yeah, basketball specifically. Because that's yes. all we got. <laughs> yeah, mostly basketball. We got a little football to talk about this week. Um, So, uh, we missed you guys. Um, We were, you know, we didn't record an episode last week. Um after uh the tornado you know really bad tornado came through uh middle tennessee and um did a lot of damage so we didn't record last week just to kind of take the time to uh take do some self-care self-care regroup and figure out how one can help you know yeah. I, I was feeling helpless so uh fortunately we had a drive and we got a lot of things to donate, and it's just going to take time. Yeah. Also, like, I'll, we'll continue to post on, like, social media of, you know, places to volunteer and, and places to donate. Um, actually, one of my uh, – so I couldn't be there in person to help, but one of my friends from high school, um, you know, went out and was handing out supplies, so donated some money for – you know, so anything – Anything helps at this point. Um, still, a lot of a lot of a long way to go. It's a long it it's a long way to go, and now it's getting ready to rain. So I'm glad it's getting ready to rain for the rest of the week. Um, yeah, we got some tarps, and we were able to give those out Saturday. So I mean, obviously we couldn't get everybody, but but yeah. Hopefully everybody's houses, homes are tarped. Yes. In preparation for so. this rain so, that's yeah, coming. Nashville and your thoughts and prayers and you know, if you can help, please do help. Yeah. Anything Every little bit helps. Right. Um, and not just well, Middle Tennessee and that includes Putnam County, which is a rural community, so they were hit the hardest, so yes. just keep them in your thoughts and prayers. They suffered a number of deaths because it was in the middle of the night, and some people made it out by the skin of their by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, yeah, seeing so many, well, numerous um, stories of people just you know just barely making it out. So, uh, but I also have to give. Right. But I do have to give kudos because everybody is coming out and helping. It's amazing. And I guess that's why they call us the volunteer state. Uh, yes. It is. It has been a lot of help. And I yeah. hope it remains that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So we will go ahead and jump right into our highlights and violations segment. Um, Mama, did you have any highlights for the week? I, I really didn't, obviously, um, this weekend, based on what I was doing this weekend. Uh, but I did get a chance to see the game Sunday afternoon uh, between the Lakers and the Clippers. And, of course, I was disappointed that the Clippers lost the game. But <laughs> I, you can laugh if you want. But I think the Clippers are up on the Lakers 2-1, to one, I think. Oh, three to one. I can't still remember. Not in first place. 
That's okay. That's okay. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, my highlight this week is the the weekend sweep. The well, let me put it this weekend. way. Can I say this? Sure. That I think the Lakers had to do a sweep since they got beat by the Grizzlies. Ha! I'll they put did. that out there. They did get beat by the Grizzlies. So I'm, okay. not, upset about, I'm not upset about that. They shouldn't okay. have lost that game. Well, they shouldn't <laughs> No, I don't think Anthony. I, I think that might have been a game that Anthony Davis missed, but they had no business losing that game. But anyway, like I was saying, the weekend sweep. Whatever. Taking on your... Your Bucks and Giannis on Friday <sighs> night, and then also taking on your Clippers on Sunday afternoon, okay. and winning both, winning both, stunning that performances. Won't happen in the playoffs. Go on, stunning on. performances for both LeBron James mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Coming off earlier in the week, you know everybody hyped up the match between the Lakers and and the Pelicans, in which. I, you know, I, I think it what we've seen all the past week and a half from LeBron is that he hears the chitter-chatter. Okay. He He's supposed to hear it. He's supposed to hear it. And my man said, I'm not, this might be year 17, but I, but I ain't done yet. I'm still the best out here. Okay. And I... I mean, can we deny the way he's played the past? Like, since the All-Star break. A jumping scoring... Still leading the I'm not gonna assist. I'm not gonna deny him that. Okay. Okay. He just played for the wrong team. But come on. Oh. Okay. And what team should he be playing for? If you really want me to be honest, he should have been playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, but go on. I'm, no, no. Yes, yes. You don't no. jump shit. You don't jump twice, as a matter of fact. He did what he was supposed to do. He brought them a championship. And plus, how how is... We can go ahead and dive in this story quickly. Just dip a toe. Um, How's LeBron supposed to, you know, get this production company and all his things that he wants to do after basketball as far as, like, entertainment? How he supposed to do that in Cleveland? He can start something new. But who's going to Cleveland to film? He could be revolutionary and turn Cleveland into whatever. But we're sad. We, we, we have uh, gone past what we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll move right on. Over. Okay. Um, yes. Right on over to violations of the week. Um, I, I don't, well, I kind of do, but we'll talk about it later. Did you have any violations this week? No, not not really. Not really. Okay. All right, then. We'll go ahead and get right to headlines of the week. We're going to start off with the NBA. Got a little NFL talk afterwards, but we're going to start mm-hmm. with the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the aside from, you know, the Lakers' dominance the past few days, um, the league, um, uh, NBA, MLB, NHL, and MLS believe have, um, you know, they've decided to close off the locker rooms to all non-essential personnel, um, temp- you know, going forward until, because of course, you know, coronavirus. Um, so uh, media will be looking a little different as far as sports participation. I think last I heard they were still in talks of 
potentially not having fans um, at these games. They haven't. Some cities have put a ban on like events that require like more than a thousand people. Um, not every city is doing that right now, but um, I'm, I'm sure we will get there because y'all just won't wash our hands. You know what? People, I guess they have a right to become afraid, so to speak. But at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to is washing your hands. Yes, hygiene, washing your hands. Right. Practicing like common courtesy. Don't be coughing and sneezing all out in the open. Exactly. But So um, the hysteria... Which I think part of it is actually warranted. I don't think we're getting the full picture from our government because some people are trying to say face. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean for the teams that for the sports that are going on right now? Do they stop playing altogether? No basketball, no softball, no track. I mean, no volleyball. I mean, what what does that mean? I don't think we've gotten to that point. Um, but what I think is, like, the fan, especially with professional sports, like, the, the fan access going forward is going to be extremely limited. We may even get to, you know, of course, March Madness is coming up. Um, yes. You know, we may get to the point where there's no crowds at these games, but the games will still be played. And then, of course, with the professional leagues, they're limiting media access. So if you're not you know, essential team personnel, you won't be allowed into the locker room. You'll have to, or at least after games, I'm sure they'll still do like the normal press, you know, go to the press room and, and interviews afterwards. But I think it will be a much more, a much more like controlled situation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do think at this point, games will continue unless it just gets so bad where, um, where where players can't travel, and from well, my, LeBron already said he wasn't gonna play if that happened. Yeah, so when LeBron said that, he didn't realize that they were talking about like he didn't know the full story about what was going on with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. He uh, amended his statement earlier today, saying, "You know, I have to listen to you know the powers that be." So if they decide it's best for everybody health wise to not have fans at the game. Like he's going to listen and they're, they're still going to show up to play. So whatever. And there, and that had been, uh, I, the first person that comes to mind is, um, CJ McCollum. Like even maybe a week or two ago, he, um, he, he just kind of expressed to his fans. was like, Hey guys, you know, with all the, the, the mystery and the confusion surrounding the coronavirus that he was going to stop, doing autographs for you know the time being until things kind of settle down mm-hmm. um so i i don't think we I, I just think there won't be fan like the fan interaction just won't be there which would be really really odd but at, at this point i think it's necessary um and then push because yeah, we know those players ain't washing their hands in between uh no anyway. Not between, you know, not during the game. Probably not. Maybe at halftime. But, um, you know, they're just trying to limit potential exposure to the players, even though, I mean, 
at this point. And the fans need to take it the vice versa. Exactly. You know, just imagine being in a crowded stadium like you don't not you know, not as a fan that you have something to worry about with the players, but I would say just your immediate surroundings, like being in close proximity with other fans. Not to mention, you know, other personnel from the arena, not even necessarily other fans. Like at this point it's I think the NBA and all these other leagues are making the correct decision by limiting locker room access and potentially even limiting, you know, fan access as far as who will be at these games. So we may have an odd, odd situation going forward, especially with, you know, March Madness getting ready to ramp up. And- mm-hmm. And the playoffs. Selection Sunday. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, Let's see here. What next we have? Oh, (laughs) good stuff here. So the race for the eighth seed in the Western Conference is starting to heat up. As we reach the final stretch. Yes. Um. So right now the Grizzlies are sitting in eighth place, mm-hmm. and they have a four-game lead over the Pelicans, over the Pelicans and the Kings. I believe they're tied for yeah. ninth, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then four Actually, and a half games behind is the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So we are actually, actually, we might have some good news. So Justice Winslow, who we, who the Grizzlies acquired by trade, he should be making his debut soon, coming back from a back injury. So adding another promising player to the mix is really great. But at the same time, um, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is still out for another week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the most important thing to me is that the remaining schedule out of the out of all the teams, the Grizzlies have the most difficult remaining schedule. So that means that, that gives a little leeway for the Kings, the Pelicans, even Portland, if they get their act together to, to catch up. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Just a tiny bit. Mm. I believe in our guys, but we're also young. We're young, and um, I'm just going to wait and see. I'm just going to wait and see because I think they feel it. And I think they felt it. So we're just going to sit back and wait. Yeah, because, I mean, we haven't had the best... Mm best past couple games we've lost a game or two that we that we needed mm-hmm. we um, did we did like I, we didn't need to lose to the kings twice because I, I think the kings they ahead of us aren't they no they're four games behind but say if it comes down to a tiebreaker mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. We're, in, we're in trouble. Okay. Actually, I'm looking at the standings. Let me pull up the standings. I'll make sure I got this right. Because I keep seeing San Antonio's name pop up in there, but they're not. They're not in the hunt. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying they're that. Behind, they're behind Portland. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to fly. I'm, 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 a, I'm handling it well right now. Um, I think us getting into the playoffs would be great, like, you know, experience-wise and trying to, you know, 
numerous NBA players tell you it's a different, like the intensity picks up. It's a completely different game going from the regular season to the playoffs. And I just think mm-hmm. that would be a really good experience for our young yeah. team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I agree. Just really nervous. Really nervous. We just got to hang on. We do have to hang on. Mm-hmm. And I'm now I'm conflicted because, of course, you know, I've been rooting for the Portland Trailblazers. They lost. Who was it they lost to the other night? And I'm like, they lost to the Suns the other night. They lost to the the Hawks the other night. I'm just like, what? What? How? How? Erica, just give it up. It's just not for them this season. And we can't. We haven't figured out what's going on. And I haven't figured it out. And if you haven't figured it out, something's going on. I'm just, I'm just so disappointed. Okay. So disappointed. In the Trailblazers. But anyway, let's switch over to the Eastern Conference. I know I didn't put that in the notes, but why not? Let's talk about the Eastern Conference. It's Milwaukee and Toronto. Yes, Milwaukee and Toronto. And then Boston. It looks like Boston and Miami. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and looks like so Toronto's got, on a four-game winning streak. And that's I'm glad you brought up Toronto because who would have thought after Kawhi leaves? That's know, correct. And they've had so many injuries this season so far for them to be playing so well. And I think they had like a 16 winning streak, 16 game winning streak going at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. And um, oh man, now I can't think of his name. He has blossomed. Um, oh, Pascal um, Siakam. Yeah, Pascal uh-huh, Siakam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he is he has blossomed, and I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Milwaukee and Toronto back oh, in the conference got, finals. They are, and Milwaukee is going to take it. I think so. Especially as long as, as long as Giannis is back out there, we wishing Giannis to speed recovery. I don't think we got an official diagnosis with with his knee because he tw- he tweaked it a bit on Friday against the mm-hmm. Lakers. So hopefully he won't miss too much more time. They have lost. But he got up and kept playing. He did, he did. But they've lost two. Well, it'll be three in a row since losing to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um. So, wishing a speedy recovery for him because, I mean, I think we've seen that they need they need Giannis um, just to, you know, I don't want to say compete because they're competitive, but they definitely need Giannis to get over the hump. Like, he's a, he, you know, he makes this thing go. I would say he's the much improved player this year. Yeah, I can't argue with that. But the, the only my only argument is that he's also a finalist for MVP. Okay, and I for me, Pascal Siakam is is most improved for me. Okay, okay. Um, have you been? Have you had a chance to watch um, the Pelicans? A few Pelicans game and watch Zion and how I think I them? watched them Friday night. I mean. Uh... Yeah, Friday night. Oh, I just forgot who they played though. Miami, Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's playing like he's supposed to. Exactly. I think. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Now, I do. I will say this: that unfortunately, because he did miss basically half of the season due to an injury, he should not be in the talks of Rookie of the Year. I and agree. that's through no that's through no fault of his own. Like I said, he was injured through no fault of his own. I mean, I, I, I you know, John Morant, that's who should be rookie of the year. I don't know I what agree. else to say. And I think the past week or two we've seen kind of um the effect of him, you know, missing almost, you know, almost half the season mm-hmm. with um they had a back to back the other night. And he just looked real sluggish. And I think that comes with, like, of course you're going to have that rookie slump where you're going from playing, like, 30 to 35 games to 82 games. But to to jump into the season in the thick of it where things really start to get competitive, you could kind of see those moments where he was a little gassed and still trying to get acclimated to mm-hmm. to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I just think uh, John Morant has the upper hand because he's played more games and gotten – a better chance of getting into the flow. Not to say that I don't think Zion is acclimated, you know, pretty quickly. I think he's impressed. Like he's lived up he's lived up mm-hmm. to the hype, but he's also impressed us. Um so yeah, Ja not not because I'm a Grizzlies fan, but Ja has played better and longer. Has played at a high level longer mm-hmm. than Zion has. So he has my vote for rookie of the year. All righty then. That's all I wanted. To get out, I know they're talking about it, and I was like, mm. "It's like I said, it was unfortunate he got hurt." Yeah, very, very, very. All right, so our last NBA story this week is whatever nonsense is going on within the New York Knicks organization. Oh. So I don't don't know if you heard. It was an incident was last week. Yeah, they wouldn't let him. In. They told him after all these years he couldn't use a certain entrance. I don't think they explained to him why. The story goes, Spike Lee scanned scanned his ticket, went on through the normal entrance that he said he's been going through for 28 years. Mm -hmm. And he was asked to to go out and re-enter through the VIP, the celebrity entrance. And he said no. Because in his mind, once you leave an arena, ain't no getting back in. So he mm-hmm. refused. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, the, uh, was it Instagram? Post this, you know, thing on Instagram. And then the Knicks made a statement, which. Oh, man. Okay, so I can see both sides. But the statement that the Knicks put out, the official statement they put out. I can which was? That. Essentially that. Um, I don't know. Essentially, what they say is that they don't know why Spike Lee is playing the victim. For him to sit here and like act like he's the victim is just absolutely absurd. You know, we just wanted him to go through the VIP entrance, but it was it's a bit sassier than that. And I mean, do we know any other diehard Knicks fan at this point? No, so Besides they ticked like off, right? So why would you tick off the one that you have who who has? Everybody knows right. he's a diehard Knicks fan. Everybody right. knows it. He's been with him thick and thin. He's still hanging. Well, was hanging with him this season. Yeah. 
So I think what the what what was the the actual issue is that at halftime, um, Spike Lee and I, I think it was the owner kind of got into I don't want to say an altercation but a heated argument, and they tried to kick him out or they did kick him out or they escorted him out. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I kind of I I could understand where the Knicks were coming from, like, sir, just. Please don't go in the employee entrance. Apparently, this entrance that Spike uses is the employee entrance. And they were just mm-hmm. like, can you not go through the employee entrance? Can you go through the, the VIP entrance? Well, why, so, why, but why say that? Why say that after 28 years? True. Okay. But maybe, but maybe you know, they've had some changes within the organization and they're trying to run. Then, the hey, then let him know. I don't Beforehand. Know. Right, or and that even was after this, that let him in and thing. say, "Hey, man, you Next know, time. from that, right?" <laughs> yeah, and so I, I think that was a bigger. When I first heard the story, I was like, "Man, this sounds like absolutely ridiculous!" Like after all these years, that y'all gonna treat y'all number one fan this mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I'm like, Spike Lee, man, just go through this through the celebrity entrance. Like I know you, Spike Lee, and you number one Knicks fan, but you. You gonna fight over the entrance? It's twenty eight years. That's all I'm gonna say. And I, I mean, understand. Ardent, ardent, ardent. Anybody, everybody knows. Spike Lee is a fan. Everybody knows. Right. Thick and thin. Yeah, but where they lost me is with the statement. Like everything, I kind of, I could under, I could see both sides. I could see Spike being upset that y'all. After 28 years, you telling me, I well, I can't really see him being upset. I can see him being upset about, I've already scanned my ticket and went in, and y'all asking me to go back out. That, I can see him being upset about. But this whole, if, you know, because the way they, they played it up is that he was upset about having, not being able to go to, through that same entrance anymore. And that's why I was like, for real, Spike, like, it's just the entrance, man. Just go through. But we see the real issue is that they, he was already in. They told him to go back out. And like everybody knows, once you scan your ticket and you go into an arena and you leave, you're not getting back in. Exactly. So the best way they could have handled it, hey, man, you know, you can't do this from here on out. It's just just to let you know. But somebody was trying to be big and bad. And um, it, I can't. I can't imagine that would actually come from, you know, the labor that actually works at Madison Square Garden. Like, this had to come from the top down. This is somebody, probably the owner, who who wanted this to happen. Or somebody high up. I can't believe, I can't imagine that this was just some, you know, security guard who works that, that went up above and beyond. I don't know. It's just all just nonsense. And it, it I know the Knicks fans have been ride or dies for quite a while now. It's been a while since they've been any kind of successful. But I think this might this might be the, the nail in the coffin. Well it might be because the oh, I see what they're saying. They say they have repeatedly asked him not to use our employee entrance. Right. Oh. And that's where I'm kind of like, okay, come on, Spike. You just you just going to refuse? Like, you can't just go through the celebrity? Like, I understand you who you are. 
But you too good to go through the celebrity entrance? Like, you really gonna put up this fight over what door you go in? But then at the same time, I'm like, yo, it's Spike Lee. He's y'all number one fan. Just let, let the man th this one time. Just let him through. But yeah, when they put out that statement, that's that's when they lost me. It was very matter of fact and how dare he well, pretend to think, how dare he play I the victim. I think the Knicks I, I think the the Knicks have a history of because I'm thinking about Charles Oakley, but right. anyway. I think they just have that history. Yeah. With James I and I think it's James Dolan. I don't think it's anyone else but because, of course, in, in this situation, Spike Lee said, you know, my issue isn't with the players or management. My issue is James, with James Dolan. Same thing with Charles Oakley. He hasn't said he has issue with anybody but James Dolan. Mm. So I don't know what the Knicks are going to do. Like, I can't imagine it would be like they missed out on two of the biggest free agents this past mm -hmm. summer. And mm -hmm. they started off. With a horrendous season, fired Coach Fitzdale, and things haven't gotten much better. And then now you mm -hmm. have this, now you have this come down the pipeline, and I just don't see what player would actually want to go there, go and play. Well, especially if Spike won't be on the, on the floor, on the court. Yeah, so um, everybody likes to perform in front of Spike, <laughs> right? And I think last I heard is that he won't be going into any more games this season, but he did say he plans to continue to go to games for next season and I think, beyond. I think because, you know, once this season's over and we go through, he'll be craving it. So, but I think it's just the, this organization. Like I said, they have a history. I'm remembering Oakley, so I, I don't know, you know. I was just like, you know, next time, sir, Mr. Spike Lee, if you do decide to go back to these games, man, just go through the, the celebrity entrance. Well, why would that? See, I guess he's going through the employee entrance. What what difference does it make? He not an employee? <sighs> <laughs> and, why, and what's it matter? You still going to get to your car side seat that you paid in, in an extreme... Strangely large amount of money for. Yeah, but maybe he's trying, you know, maybe he doesn't. That, let's just say there's, there are no crowds at the employee entrance. Let me put it that way. If that's he the case, can go in quietly and be like. If that's the case, everybody can go through employee entrance. And I'm sure New Yorkers do not care when Spike Lee shows up. I am sure just, they've seen him numerous times. And they're like, oh, hey, Spike. And keep on going. Okay. I'm just saying. Much to do about nothing. Exactly. You know, the man wants to come through the employee interest. Let the man come through. He wanted to pay in y'all arm and leg to sit on the floor. I mean. I, 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 I see both sides. Part of me is mm -hmm. like, just let him, just let him come through the employee entrance. And then the other part of me is like, Spike, why are you just, why can't you just go through the celebrity entrance? All right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, is them people in that organization something wrong up there? 
I agree. I agree. This is just just silly and trivial and just a bad look. Like it'd be one thing mm-hmm. if it was any any other fan. Mm-hmm. For, it, for it to be Spike Lee that y'all doing mm-hmm. this to. It's just, of all people. Oh man, it's just a bad look. I don't understand what's what's going on up there at the Knicks organization. Hopefully somebody can get in there and figure out figure this out. Somebody. They're gonna have to clean house from top to bottom. Like. I, I think what what everybody is hoping for, or at least a lot of people are hoping for, Knicks fans included, is that James Dolan will just sell the team. <laughs> and he already said he's not doing that. No, he's not. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know, New York Knicks fans. I don't know. I'm sorry, I gotta, you know, put up with this nonsense. Mm. And on that note, what else we got? <laughs> we're gonna talk a little, a little football now. Um, just a, two stories I wanted to talk about. Um, okay. So, of course, the collective bargaining agreement is being decided on and voted on um, as we speak. Well, not mm-hmm. people taking votes as we speak, but the the negotiations are going on as we speak. And so they uh, extended the deadline. Um, I believe the first deadline was to, they had till the 14th, but now they are extending it to, and let me figure out when they're extending it to, because I can't remember off the top of my head. And we're just going to ask Google. Let's see what Google comes up with. Oh, so they extended the vote until the 14th. The original mm-hmm. deadline was the 12th. Um, so they have an extra two days. Um, the biggest thing that was on the table for the CBA was an, adding an additional game. Mm-hmm. And what the owners were, you know, first put down on the table is that for that 17th game, it would be like an additional $200,000. Into mm-hmm. into the you know larger superstar players who are making millions and millions of dollars you know that's a drop in the bucket I'm not you're not gonna convince me to put my body on the line for an extra game just for two hundred thousand whereas like for you know that mid tier lower tier players two hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money for one game and so correct I, I think the the CBA is having or they have a hard job of finding the middle ground for these like players who make millions of dollars versus like those mid-level people just, you know, scratching and trying to, to stay on a team. What do you think about adding a 17th game? <laughs> of course. I have always wanted a longer pro football season, but I've been told by numerous people, no, 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 no. That won't work. You don't play football. Just everything from, you know, it's really cold after January. The weather's impossible. So, I mean, I see both sides. I I do see both sides. Okay. I mean... You know, I go into. I think the fans would support it for sure. 
like this. It's not that it wouldn't be a question of is there an audience for it? Because of course there would be an audience for it. I just don't think it's like football is already dangerous enough. It already causes enough health issues and with the more and more younger players are retiring earlier in their career just because of their health. Like I don't I don't see how adding an additional game helps anybody other than owners and the league itself to make more money. Okay. And so I I mean me personally I don't think we need a 17th game. Okay. <laughs> Like I said, I can see both sides, and if they agree to do that, of course, you know, I'll be happy. But if they do not agree to do that, it's not going to change, you know, anything for me. So Right. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a lot. I think we're asking prof- these professional athletes to put a lot on the line for our entertainment. And that mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with. Okay. Just so. as long as we get a good season, that's all I'm concerned right. about. Yeah, I re- I much rather see like good football. Mm-hmm. I rather see quality. I'm all about quality over quantity. Okay, okay. <laughs> you think... you just gonna get an argument from me, didn't you? No, okay. I'm just curious of what you know what your thoughts were. Mm. No, no, I you know as a fan, obviously I won't be sitting outside because the weather is worse in january and on so right i get that i do get that and i at least i feel like the league and the owners are just trying to get more money out of this they don't really care about you know the quality of the game they just want that extra game that's more tickets to sell more gear to sell um another tv deal more advertisements because the current cba doesn't expire until the next until after next season but mm-hmm. this is now on the table because those network contracts of televising games uh, those no, those negotiations start soon so if they can get this 17th game on the table they have another piece to go to these networks to negotiate with mm-hmm. and so that's why this is happening like all of a sudden and there being a deadline coming so you know so quickly I, I feel like things went from zero to 60 pretty quickly when it came to negotiations and and how they're already been given a deadline for the players to vote the owners you know passed it and the players now have to vote on it so the owners pass it now where maybe the players are outvote the coaches the owners yeah i think at this point that would be like the players would be i mean that's the only way that they could well, they have to have their buy-in. Right. So, I'm like you, $200,000 ain't that much compared to what could happen. Exactly. Especially if you're, you know, especially if you don't, you're not, your guaranteed contract ain't for millions of million dollars. Mm-hmm. And that sounds good and all, but is it, is it really worth it? Right. And it's not. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not. Yeah. <sighs> and then lastly, for NFL talks, I did want to discuss the, I, I'm calling it the Tom Brady free agency sweepstakes. 
Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I think it's it's narrowing down to four teams that actually have a chance. And so the teams that actually have a chance at signing Tom Brady, this free agency. Uh-huh. Um, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Buccaneers, and the Titans. <sighs> The Chargers, the Buccaneers, and the Titans. Well. I just don't want him to come to Tennessee. <laughs> he'll probably stay in, in in New England. I mean, you want to finish your career out where he's been. I don't know. I don't know if he wants to finish his career in New England. I think. Well, well, does anybody really know what he wants to do that now? Right. I don't think it, nobody does, right? I don't think we know for sure. I, I think there's probably some truth to what you're saying, but I also think he may want to explore the idea of winning a championship without Bill Belichick. So he can say <laughs> that it, it was me. You know, I won them championships, not Bill. But. As long as he don't come to Tennessee. I don't think he will. Simply because we just don't have the team that he has become accustomed to. True. Even though. But out of all these contenders, he knows variable. He knows variable. They won a Super Bowl mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. We did the best out of all the of the three other contenders. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have a promising running back and receiving core. Mm-hmm. Right so, now, oh, it's it makes right sense, now. but I don't want it to happen. It's not. It's not. I think he's he's an older player, so he may want to finish out his career where he's been the star, the goat. And that's with the Patriots. But the... At least for the Buccaneers and for the Titans, I can't speak to what the Chargers had going on. They have a... a, The Titans and the Buccaneers have a better um, wide receiver group than the Patriots. And so, so much of the downfall of the Patriots this past season, people attributed it to receivers not being able to get separation and get open and him not having, you know, anyone to throw to. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long we got to wait? I don't know. When does free agency end? Let's, let's... How long do we have to wait? Let's ask ESPN. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to find this out anytime soon. Probably at least not to well, draft. Because, I mean, does free agency ever, like, actually end? Like, if no, you don't it, sign. it lasts some months, doesn't it? Yeah, like, if you don't sign with a team, you just don't. Like, I don't think it's a deadline mm-hmm. for you to sign free agents, is there? I don't know. I know well, it may be, but I don't. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. April is when stuff is going to start happening, so. Yeah. We'll see. Now, now I hadn't heard, you know, I, I need to start listening to make sure he hadn't been to Tennessee. <laughs> he hadn't right. been to Nashville. 
<laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because I was just gonna say is that they their um the projected like contract that he would get is like four years for 112 mil, 56 guaranteed, and I was like, who? The Titans Titans giving out that kind of money? Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, they said that's what they plan. That's what's nope. that, that's what can be offered. Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, I was hope somebody will open up, open up the pocketbook. Eventually. Well, it won't be Titans. Oh. If it is, then I will be upset. Ain't paid nobody in all the years you've been here. Why start doing it now? Yeah, especially Tom Brady. Just let us pay. Give it to the young folks. Give it to the young folks. Pay somebody else. Somebody will be here Mm -hmm. for a while. Exactly. Well, we know that ain't going to happen, so I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think. I think we can sleep safely at night knowing that Mm -hmm. the Titans aren't going to pay anyone. I Um, know that's right. I don't know if you heard. I, can they be called rumors? I think they can still be called rumors at this point. But rumors that a trade could be happening between the Patriots and the 49ers. Okay, that's fine with me. Jimmy G for Tom Brady. <laughs> I know that's tickling your fancy, isn't it? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> he been on the east coast let him go to the west coast and vice versa so yes every time i hear somebody mention it it does it does make me giggle a little bit because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think what happened you know there was that big showdown in what 2017 2016 of like mm-hmm. them trading away the patriots trading away jimmy g but it's not necessarily we got the feeling that's what bill belichick wanted mm-hmm. so and of course, because Tom Brady could have been grooming Jimmy G. True, but Tom wasn't going for that. And then, of course, you know, everybody after that Super Bowl performance, they looking around was like, hmm, now if the 49ers had a different quarterback, how would have that gone? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see it happen. That was, I would, I think I would let out a pretty epic cackle. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> <laughs> You probably would. Jimmy G would probably be a better quarterback than you think he is had he stayed and been mentored by the GOAT. I think he would be a better quarterback in Bill Belichick's system under Bill Belichick, period. Because, you know, I I just think he would be better off with like a super, super duper disciplined organization. You know, no fun, no nonsense. Hmm. But we'll see. But okay, I, you know, okay. my fingers are crossed. Okay. I hope that last scenario. Well, goes we know what. Well, it won't. It, it won't affect us if it does. True. Okay. Because we know we ain't coming to Tennessee. Exactly. I don't even know why Tennessee is in the talks. I really don't. We're at. We're going to speak this into existence. Let the no, record let the record show <laughs> <laughs> that if Tom Brady ends up with the Titans, 
And we were wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very wrong. But you're right, I don't see it happening. Nah. Never, never, never. Whew. Fun stuff. Never, never, never. Well, that's all I have. So this will wrap up this week's episode of Sidelock to the Cooks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at Sideline WT Cooks. On Facebook at Sideline with the Cooks Podcast. Any wisdom you have to share with the people, Mama? Uh, let's take it one day at a time. And then all this week, watch all the college conference playoffs because <sighs> Selection Sunday. Yeah, and then Selection Monday for the women following that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of, we, we lost in the, in the finals. I mean, in the, in the semifinals to Dayton. And Dayton, uh, Dayton won the conference. And they're supposed to be a number one seed. Oh, I'm talking about the women, not the men. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, that's okay because I'm going for the South Carolina. I'm going for South Carolina women's. Okay. Don't take it all. Okay. I'll put it out there right now. Okay, I'm gonna go with Oregon, but you know. Oh, oh, <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. You've heard it first here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to get on out of here. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you all next week. Have a good week and enjoy college basketball. Yes, and wash your hands. Please wash your hands. Till it just becomes second nature. You can't move until you wash your hands. Yes, please. All (laughs) right, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.